0: Welcome back to Bike Race Weekly. I am your host, Ryan Gerard, and I am here with my co-host, Rick Grunewald. So, if you can't tell already, this is a little bit different of a podcast. Uh, we are sitting in my new van, man van, new, new shred wagon. Minivan. Yeah, shred wagon. Uh, we are here sitting in the parking lot of our local mountain bike trails, as it just started downpouring on us, I, I not say, downpouring, but I it started say downpouring,
1: but it rained enough to where we could not ride the trails, unfortunately.
0: So we wanted to get a podcast in anyways, and we're like, you know what, right now is probably like the perfect time to do it. We're we're uh, we're kind of in that mood, where
1: we got a lot to say, got a lot to say, got a lot of thoughts. So we're in we're in the van, aka Rad Brad, aka the Shred Wagon, aka Ryan's minivan. <laughs> so yeah. Um what's new with you Ryan? What's going on? Uh, I'm still on my half Ironman
0: training. Uh 3 weeks in and I'm I'm learning a lot about how the fatigue of Ironman training is very different than bike training. Just from the fact that like when you're bike training it's just it just feels like your legs are always dead, you know? Mm, yeah when you're ironman training it i feel like my entire body is just like absorbed of energy mm. or not absorbed but doesn't have energy Drain, the opposite of absorbed but like my individual workouts are really not that hard mm. it's just the combined build up 17. of all yeah of all the workouts it's like 14 workouts a week or something no it's like 11 workouts a week okay so it's it's just that combined amount of workouts building up that just creates this whole body fatigue and it's just it's just different it's so weird you know
1: yeah yeah it's I mean I feel like when you're coming from just doing like cycling even like you know been in a big training week is like ah, oh, it's it's a big week, but you just kind of feel it all in your legs. Your legs just feel heavy, so it must be kind of weird to just be like no energy period. You know, arms, legs,
0: yeah, back from all that swimming. And it's not like anything. I don't feel sore. I just feel like I'm out of energy. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's too because like, um, you kind of look out of energy. I'm
1: I'm trying to figure out my diet. Oh. You know, it's, yeah.
0: It's so different. What are you know? doing for
1: your diet? What's uh? What are you changing? Um, what's the what's the uh, long. Distance endurance diet as opposed to the crit diet, which I think was mostly like yeah pasta and
0: hot dogs. So the difference is is and you know I'm not really sure if this is backed up by true science because stuff like this I feel like always changes. Mm. But from what I've kind of read and learned is that you have to train your body to be more fat adaptive. Yeah. When you're doing Ironman training, because apparently you can't utilize carbs enough to get through. An entire like Iron Man, half Iron Man, maybe a half Iron Man, mm-hmm. but my end goal is Iron Man. So you know, I want to slowly build up. That makes sense. So I'm I'm kind of trying to do some like workouts without, like sugar. Yeah. You know, so just using, using water using for my workouts f- that
1: fat fuel source.
0: Yeah, and just kind of slowly building up. So like before and after, you know, for like lunch, breakfast, dinner, I'll I'll have carbs and stuff, but like fueling my workouts, I'm trying to just do
1: water. Mm, okay. Interesting. Interesting so, choice.
0: I'm not sure if I'm not eating enough or if it's, or if it is, like, the overall fatigue. Like, it's it's just so
1: new. You know, like, I knew Yeah, what I was to gonna say, cycling, you, you haven't but, been doing this for too long. Yeah, it's just so new. Yeah. I think you're just gonna have to figure it out and, like, it's, like, a whole new thing and I feel like, I feel like it's a complicated sport to train for. We're just used to training for bike stuff. So, now to add in, like, two other sports. It's like a whole nother level of complexity. It's pretty crazy that you even find time to just like get out and mountain bike. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. See, that's the thing too, is like everything's so far away and like looking at my schedule, I mean, there's so much you have to do. I kind of think that I need to take the time to be like, you know what, instead of doing my swim workout today, I'm going to go for a mountain bike ride.
1: Mm, okay. you know?
0: So I think I think fitting that in
1: will help me mentally get through like week in and week out. I thought you were going to say the opposite. I thought you were going to say that you don't have time to mountain bike because you've got to fit in all these other workouts now because you're triathlon training.
0: It's actually kind of a mental barrier that I'm trying to get over. Oh, because when, when people say like, okay, so for example, like, Hey, let's go, uh, to BMX uh, track tonight. Let's practice. Yeah. My first thought in it thought was, okay, so when am I going to get my swim in today?
1: Mm, you know, okay.
0: but all day I was kind of like, man, you know, I'm, I'm kind of tired. Um, and you want to shred. Yeah. I was like, I've gotten really good training in, uh, and eventually I came not do like, you know what? I'm, I'm so far out and I, I have so much more like workouts and stuff I have going on this week that mm. I think I can take today to just have fun.
1: Yeah. You know, and I feel like the laid-back approach is always is always the best approach for most for most situations and circumstances. Yeah,
0: I don't want to get a few months into this and be like, Yeah, I'm done. Like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. So I think you know, skipping one workout to have
1: a mental fun day, Mm -hmm. I think will go a
0: long way in the long run.
1: Yep, I totally agree with that. And speaking of mental fun days and BMX, we were supposed to be at the BMX track tonight. We we have both <laughs> we were supposed to be a few places tonight. We were supposed to be a different a lot of different places tonight. Um but that also got rained out, so we did not end up riding the BMX track. Ryan and I actually both recently purchased the same BMX bike, uh, because you know we're all about bikes around here and all of them. So we've been uh toying around with uh some BMX lately. We've just been going to like some dirt jumps and pump tracks and stuff like that. We have not been to an actual track yet. That was the plan for tonight but it's on the list before the end of the week potentially to get over to the track our first day at a track might just be a race that might might just be a race that might be a thing that just happens and we'll just kind of like take it as take it as practice essentially yeah my well you you can do practice before
0: the race too oh yeah for sure my kind of theory is like worst case scenario like we just pump everything i mean Uh we don't have to you know hit tabletops or anything i think there's like two or three things you can jump mm-hmm. yeah it's, but...
1: it's not like a it's not like a really intense bmx track i think that's what people that's like a misconception about a lot of P, a lot of bmx tracks too is when people think about bmx they think it's uh it's mostly like just like whoever does the jumps wins but it's mostly like pumping through just rollers yeah it's like a it's like pump track racing is kind of how i like to describe it to people that kind of know what that is so that's like our, so yeah, Bike Race Weekly now has a bike race on the calendar, on the which calendar. is potentially this Friday, we're going to be doing some, uh, some BMX bike racing, which is pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. So that is completely unknown territory for me. I know mm-hmm. it's a little bit more, I feel like for you, it's kind of like coming home.
1: Kind of feels like coming home a little bit. I'm used to gate drops and I've done one BMX race ever and it went pretty well. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going into this uh probably pretty ignorant. my, I, my I thought is like, oh I, I race crits. I can do like one, you know, 30 second sprint.
1: I kind of feel like people like bike bike handling is a really big thing, so you get a lot of your speed from pumping in BMX. But like most of the race is is um what I understand is like the first whoever gets to the first jump first. That is, makes like, sense. Has a huge advantage. And then yeah. if you can just if you can just pump through a lot of the rollers, that's a, that's kind of where you get your speed, and learning how to, like, efficiently pump over rollers is not that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm, I'm a big proponent of this. I think for people that are into, like, crit racing, especially, I think, if you're into track racing, I think BMX is, like, right up your alley. Like, it's super fun, especially, like, it's a cool sport, too, because it's very age-segregated. So, like you basically end up racing people within a five-year age range of you. And then also, too, like, at your same ability. So you're really not going against, like, it's not like crit racing where, you know, you sign up for the Cat 4 race and you're really racing somebody that's, like, you know, like 20 years younger or older or whatever, and they're just, like, not in your same ability level. Do I feel you like... think, though,
0: like, us coming from a crit background, having, like, pretty, like, extensive pretty, pretty crit good fitness. experience, yeah. you know, f- fitness... Do you think we're going to be kind of like that triathlete who starts crit racing in cat fives?
1: Potentially. Yeah, I could potentially see that where we think we're going to do okay and we just get absolutely like killed. I, don't I, feel think, like it's I gonna don't think it's going to go two, gonna two, two ways. I feel
0: like we uh obliterate or we get our ass kicked. I could Maybe see... not you cuz you're pretty used to it, but I feel like for me personally, I'm either going to be like I'm going to just destroy this thing. I'm going yeah you know, balls out from the gun. Right. Either that, or I'm going to be like, I am so out of my comfort zone right now. Yeah. One of the
1: two. I, I don't really know. I kind of, I'm actually thinking that like, if you just go really hard in the beginning, like, I feel like if I don't, if I'm not able to sprint hard enough, like everybody else, you get caught behind and you can only make up so much time on a 30 second loop. Yeah. So like, If you're not super close on the start, it almost kind of doesn't matter how much faster you are around Mm -hmm. the track. Like, you have to be that much faster than everybody. And I I haven't been doing, like, a lot of sprint training. I do remember when I I was kind of into BMX for a little bit. Like, it was, like, almost eight years ago now. uh, Probably longer, actually. But I do remember, though, that, like, you think it's, like, a sprint sport, but... I was like very I was doing no aerobic activity and I was like oh that's totally fine though because it's like you know it's like a 30 second lap it's probably longer than that to be honest it's probably like 45 seconds or a minute but I do remember being apps on like the last straightaway, being absolutely exhausted just because it was so taxing so I kind of feel like actually coming from crit racing where we have like some more fitness and a bit better of a base might actually help more than having like a killer sprint you know, I think so. We
0: we actually went to um, a small pump track. Yes. Last weekend, and I think that was the first realization of, like, okay, so this is different on the muscles. Oh, I feel for like sure. the, my arms pumping, are tired. My yeah. arms are tired. Yeah. The pumping is what causes the fatigue. The fatigue. Would you yeah. agree?
1: For sure. Yeah, you're really not pedaling much at all. You sprint out of the gate, so you're yeah. pedaling then. But once you hit the first two jumps, you're pretty much just carrying speed, taking a couple pedal strokes out of the corners and then getting the rest of your speed from pumping. So you really feel it in your quads, in your arms for sure. You definitely feel it in your arms. And it's really like a full body like aerobic activity. Would
0: you agree like comparatively? Comparatively? Comparatively. Comparatively. It's almost like squatting really fast for like thirty seconds.
1: Yeah, I would say I would say that's like that's probably that's probably the
0: similar feeling is just squatting because that's kind of what you're doing is you're you're pressing down with your legs as hard as you can to gain speed same thing with your arms yep then it's kind of like the it's it's like bench pressing and squatting for thirty seconds as hard as you can at the same time yeah like the feeling would be similar to that
1: pretty similar yeah I would say so and then so like the sprinting is kind of the easy part this it's almost like. The sprinting is its own thing. Yeah, and then it's separate. And then you switch to different muscles. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm just doing fast bench presses and fast fast squats. All about speed, really. So I'm I'm interested. I'm just, like, interested to see how it goes. I have, I have like, a feeling that, like, I'm probably more comfortable on a BMX bike, but I could also see you beating me the first time we go to the track and do a race just because you can sprint harder. So I'm like, I would have to take, like, a decent amount of time out of you just to, like, Get you back, but I'm interested to see how it goes. I'm probably, to be honest, the first race. I'm probably not gonna be like going nuts or anything. Like I'm gonna that. go nuts. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm I going feel nuts. like
0: the one advantage I have right now is I don't know. Um, like I feel like it's just gonna be. I'm oh. gonna go for that chaos.
1: Oh, I I meant like know? going nuts. Like I'm probably not gonna be like throwing like big doubles or like doing anything crazy. Oh, I with probably the won't rhythm, do that. Rhythm section. I'm gonna sprint super hard. From yeah, the, yeah. From the, from the gate for sure. Yeah. My goal is for
0: sure to be the first one to the first corner
1: yes yeah i also kind of wonder what our field size is going to be because i don't think a lot of people in our age range race i feel like if you i was actually looking at some of the results it's older guys that probably have kids Mm -hmm. to like mid 30s and then there's kind of a gap from like mid 30s to like 17 so i'm kind of wondering to see if we're going to be like the only two guys in our race or if they let us go with like a bigger field yeah, hopefully they'll let us go with, like, a. I want to do a big field. I want to do, like, if there's, like, five guys, I would love to, like, yeah. go in there and do, like, a seven-guy race. I could see,
0: like, a four-person race. I could see that
1: happening. Four-person race would still be pretty solid. Yeah. That'd be all right. Yeah. I don't want,
0: I honestly don't want it to just be us.
1: No, I just, I definitely don't want it to just be us. That'd be kind of lame. That would be pretty lame. Yeah. And then the format for BMX racing is, if you're on, like, a local race, they do heat races, so... We would essentially do the first race, and then they would go through the entire lineup of races, and we would do our second race, and then they would average your scores from those two. And if you're at a bigger race where there's more people, they would actually take, like, the top two from the heat races and put them in the main, which is the, the, like, final race. Like the main event, yeah. The main event, Okay. So So it's only two races? Yeah, you get, I think it's just two races. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully there's, like, an hour to practice. I'm hoping there's, like, an hour. I'm pretty hour. sure you get, like,
0: two hours to practice Oh, that something. would be...
1: Yeah, because it's, like, 6 to 10, I think. Yeah. I, and I kind of just want to, like, rip practice laps for as long as possible. Yeah, I'd rip practice yeah. laps for I a while. would. I would rather be tired going into the race... But confident. But, like, okay, I feel like I've ridden a lot. Yeah. Then be like, okay, I'm fresh, but, like, I've taken three laps around the, yeah. the racetrack. So that's kind of, like, what I'm going for. But I'm, like, genuinely excited for a new kind of bike racing, and I feel like... This is so different from, like, anything we'd really done. I mean, the race is, like like we said, like 30 seconds to a minute long, maybe. So it's going to be, like, weird. Yeah. I
0: I just don't know what to expect.
1: It's going to be a... A cool learning experience. I feel like as Bike Race Weekly, we owe it to ourselves and our listeners. To, to try out all aspects of bike racing. Try out every type of bike racing. Yeah. So we've done crit racing, mountain bike racing, road racing. Ryan, you're doing triathlons. There's a bike in triathlons, there. Triathlons, yeah. Uh, we've trying done gravel racing. Not. We have not done a we've gravel almost race. almost done gravel racing. Almost did a gravel race that one time. And um never I've never done a Zwift race. I have done a Zwift race. Yeah. We've done an episode on that yeah. actually a yeah. while back. Oh yeah,
0: that's that was a while back. Yeah.
1: So BMX is definitely like BMX and track are really the two things that we have definitely not yeah. done. Let's talk uh
0: mountain biking and dirt jumping. Yeah. So we so along with the bikes that we got, we got cruiser style BMX race bikes. Which
1: means twenty four inch wheels. Which, from what I understand, is better if you're, like, an adult, which we are, and you're starting out on BMX, it's, and you're coming from a mountain bike, which has bigger wheels. It's better to start out on a BMX bike that has, yeah, 24-inch wheels just because they're more stable. And but, from
0: talking to uh, the guy I know from high school who's a pro- professional BMX racer. Our source of knowledge. He, yeah, he said it's the bigger class, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Because most
0: people get the 24-inch instead of the 20-inch.
1: Yeah, from what I understand, yeah, the 20-inch the isn't super popular for older older guys, too, just because they're, like, pretty small bikes, if you actually see them. They are really it's, small bikes. It's actually very impressive, once you see how small the bikes are, to think about how fast people go around the track on these, like, super small and super sensitive bikes. Like, they're super, super sensitive to... Just like your movements and mm-hmm. um, you know, like the force that you put into them. So that's what we're rolling with. We'll see how that goes. I could see myself getting a twenty-inch bike in the future because then you get to race two if classes. If we really
0: get into it, I could see it too.
1: I could see myself really get into this. I I enjoy it very much. We'll have um, to see how racing goes, but
0: back to the dirt jumping. Oh yeah, the of dirt it. jumping. Aspect. So yeah. you uh, specifically are super comfortable with the dirt jumping
1: very comfortable i yeah.
0: am still very much learning mm-hmm. and i've already taken two crashes <laughs> that is correct yeah. uh the first crash was on my, my it, it makes me cringe this thinking is about this was crash. like this was uh, like the was whole, on my mountain bike my really nice mountain carbon bike.
1: carbon cross-country Oof. mountain bike yeah which is so, like the whole reason why we bought dirt jumpers now yeah or not dirt jumpers but bmx bikes is because we're like we're like having some spills on our nice cross country mountain bikes, and it's like, man, the last thing I want to do is break my frame dirt jumping yeah. on my cross country bike. So
0: now I'm like, no jumping on my my cross country bike. Just grab we we bring the BMX bikes with us, so it's like don't jump the don't jump the nice cross country bike. Nope, only BMX bikes. But you seem so comfortable in the air, mm-hmm. and I am still learning. And what I'm really learning is that it's. I feel almost, like, awkward in the air. Yeah. There's sometimes where I feel like, oh, that felt really good. Mm-hmm. But, I'll, but, like, 50-50, I'll feel, like, awkward in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is that? I think, well... What's the trick to a proper dirt jump? So, is r- there, like, when you go, when you approach the jump, are you, like, loading up and getting ready in your mind? You're like, all right, here we go. And you know exactly what to do?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, like... For dirt jumping, I'm like I've had like a lot of experience just jumping just things in my life, so I think that kind of helps give me just like comfort and like being in the air. But I think with like jump with like dirt jumping, so like you just I think when you go into the face of the jump, you want to make sure that you're like in a really good position on your bike. You're putting your force through your feet, which it's almost like when you put your force through your feet and you kind of pull up on the bars a little bit. You're, what you're doing is you're you're uh, you're kind of like preloading the jump, so you're gonna get sure. you're gonna put some hop into it. But I think almost more important than that, you're you're like creating force, so where your bike is very sturdy against your body. Yeah. So when you're jumping, it's not like your bike's kind of going all over the place. And then I think once you're in the air, I'm a just like a mount when you're learning how to mountain bike, it's really important to learn body and bike separation. So for example. You know, if I'm going down a trail, I can kind of let my bike get a little bit loose, but my body is just in a very, like, in a very, uh, consistent place. No matter what happens to my bike, my body is just like in the same spot, very stable. Same thing goes for like jumping. I can kind of let my bike, if it's, if it's going to like go a little bit left, I'll just let it go left and then bring it back. And then same thing, you know, if it wants to like, if the, if the nose is kind of high, that's fine. I just don't rock with it. I just keep my body like very stable And then I'm just like manhandling my bike with my, with the rest of my torso or the rest of my arms and my legs. Okay. It's kind of like, don't let the bike affect your torso. Okay. Let your arms and your legs do all of the work and keep like downforce on the bike. Okay.
0: That makes sense.
1: It's definitely though, I think it's just like, it's a comfort thing. So like the more you do it, the more you'll like, you'll like just feel better. And I think too, It's kind of like, you'll just do it, do it, do it. And all of a sudden you'll try one thing and it'll kind of click and it'll be like, Oh, this is like totally fine. This is really easy. And it's super comfortable. Sure. Okay. So it helps. I think, I think that's it. And then I like the thing I like about BMX too, is I think it gets people to jump bikes. And I think that's like one of the, Like, most fun parts about, like, bikes is, like, jumping them, even if it's, like, kind of smaller, smaller jumps, um, like, start on the small lines for, like, dirt jumps, and you just kind of, like, work your way up. I think it's a great skill, even if you're, like, older, just to, like, learn how to, like, do small jumps. Super fun.
0: Yeah, I'm noticing my comfort level go up, Mm -hmm. because beforehand, I mean, I'll roll jumps, but like no way. I'm like really hitting a jump. I yeah. Doing this is like the first time in my life that I've ever jumped a bike. What what about jumps is like
1: hard for you? Um not not even hard, but like uncomfortable. You know
0: what it is? It's it's the it's the approach. Yeah. I think that's that's the scariest part is um not really like it's almost kind of like the uncertainty of am I going to go in the right place is my bike going to go straight up in the air is my bike going to go straight down so so like my nose is forward Mm -hmm. um am i loading this right i mean like am i am i going to shoot off right for some reason it's kind of like that uncertainty of am am i doing this right to make it to the other side do i have enough speed do i have too too much speed like it's kind of like i i don't know oh yeah i feel like that's kind of the part it's like i don't know
1: yeah variables yeah the, the yeah so I that's
0: that's the good part It's, like all the variables I I don't I feel like I don't really control them yet mm. I mean there is times where I'm like okay I hit that really well yeah you know but I feel like I'm still learning how to control it mm. that and makes that's, sense that's kind of the the scarier part for me
1: yeah I feel like with the the one thing though with like a BMX bike is that you you have to be like kind of close to to get like you don't have to be super exact with like if you're going too, a little too fast or a little too slow, Mm -hmm. just because the bike is so maneuverable, yeah. like if I'm like not going to quite make it, I'll just like literally like put the bike out and like make sure I stretch it out in front of me just to give it like a couple more inches to land. And then the same thing, if I'm kind of like, if I feel like I'm over jumping something, I'll even try to like put my front tire down on the landing as I'm going over it just to hook and then bring my back down as quick as I can. But yeah, it's just like stuff you learn over time. Oh, okay. Um, and I I don't even think, like, I'm still learning, too. Like, I'm, I'm like, no expert. I'm just, like, pretty comfortable with, like, jumping. I've, like, ju- like been really into freestyle skiing and then motocross as just, like, a younger person. And I still do that stuff. Not the motocross, but the skiing. So, like, I just feel super comfortable just, like, being in air and just, like, coming down, essentially. So, yeah, sure. I have that advantage. The one thing I really suck at is manualing. I have zero skill in manualing. And for those that don't know, manualing is essentially keeping the front tire up as you're going over rollers. And it's basically a quicker way to pump through a section. But you're essentially balancing on your back wheel. And I have, like, zero experience doing that. So we were actually, right before we were recording this podcast, we were just, like, cruising around the parking lot at the uh, the mountain bike course that we were at with our BMX bikes, just trying to, like, manual. And I, I don't know. We could keep it up for a couple seconds. but Yeah.
0: It's, it's weird because it's, like... You have to, like... So, first off, I think a huge issue is our brakes. They're not easy to hit. That's true. You know, I feel like they're easier... It's easier to do on rollers than it is to do on flat ground because... I would agree with that, yeah. The roller kind of helps. Like, you kind of just do a... Like, you just pull up and, like, your front or your rear wheel kind of just dips down and c- comes back up. It's And then you can use your legs to, like,
1: stabilize yourself yeah. more. You almost, like, stand up as you're going through the roller. Yeah,
0: exactly. It it almost feels like you're jumping them.
1: Yeah, because when we were when we were riding the pump track we were doing a couple of like manualing a couple yeah. of rollers
0: and i feel like when you're on flat ground you have to be able to feather the brake mm, yeah and kind of figure out that balance point and kind of just teeter
1: in that balance point yeah that's the hard part we're also not using clips yeah which is i think a good thing i think it if you're from what i understand if you're starting out doing BMX especially racing like you kind of want to use flat pedals for a while to learn the basics and also to flat pedals allow you to bail. So like if something's like not going to go right, like I bailed. Yeah. Like we were just manually and in riot, right. No, 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 no. It, uh, last on oh, Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah, otherwise no, you, Saturday, yeah. Otherwise you would have just been still attached to your bike. You yeah. I would have like,
0: been like, so, and I would have gone backwards, but thankfully I was, I was able to throw my bike. Cause what happened was I essentially manual down the other end.
1: Yeah.
0: And when out. I, yeah, when I realized it, I, through my bike or just jumped off, but the momentum kind of t- took me forward still. Yeah. So I did fall, but it was definitely not as bad as it could have been.
1: No, it was a lot better than it really could have The
0: only real issue is that I fell right on the spot that I fell the day prior. Oh
1: man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's rough. You've been having a little bit of a go with it. Um, just like starting out, like jumping, like you had, I, yeah. you
0: had like two falls, two falls in two days. Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, so I can definitely tell uh I'm trying to dial it back a little bit. Definitely today even mountain biking I I kind of felt a little timid. Um but it was kind of weird because it was like a very grayish area of like in my head I was like I can do this. I know yeah. I can do this. But like my body it
1: kind of was just like feather the brake, feather the brake. Well, and you, I was just like why am I feathering the brake? I can do this. You you kind of had a bad crash though. Like the one the one on Sunday wasn't too bad, but the one on Saturday was like that was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. Yeah, that one was pretty rough. And I don't know. I, I, I feel like it doesn't matter who you are. Anytime you have like a bad, oh, crash, you know what? I crashed three times. I crashed twice. Yeah, like, on the pump track Friday. Right? Yeah, Friday. I crashed mm-hmm. once on the pump track, which the um, pump track wasn't wasn't too bad. wasn't though. too
0: bad. Um, cut your arm up a bit. I caught my. I would say it was more of like a road rash kind of thing. Yeah. My I man I actually was manualing the the rollers. But one of them went into a berm and I, I kind of hooked right a little bit, mm. which brought me to the top of the hit, uh, which I hit the top of the berm and like my rear wheel or my front wheel went off the top. Oh yeah. So I slid into the, in, right on top of it the berm. It
1: was a tight pump track. It was very tight. It was fast. It was super fast and yeah, really tight. But yeah, I feel like any, anytime you have a fall... It's, like, it's not like you're just not going to ever go as fast as you used to, but it's just, like, fresh in your memory. Yeah. So, it's, like, just kind of, like, working your way back up to where Mm -hmm. you were, like, comfortable again. It's kind of, like, you just need some time between you and when you actually fell and then also be riding. And then it's, like, at some point it's, like, you just don't even think about it anymore.
0: Yeah, and the good thing about falling, too... So I feel like it really makes you think about what you did wrong.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: And so next time you go, focus on that. Like what did you do wrong and what what can you do to not do that again? That's kind of how I take it at least.
1: Every time I mean every time you crash, it was for a reason. There's never yeah. like there's never like a random crash. Like, yeah. That's not that's not a thing unless like the jump collapses as you're trying to go over it. Yeah. So like whenever you crash, whether even not even jumping, though. Mountain biking, too. Like, if you're just ripping single track and, like, you slide out or, like, you hit a tree. Hopefully you don't hit a tree. Like, there's there's a reason why you did that. You either buried the front end. Your weight was distributed poorly. A lot of and the times like... for me, if I hit a tree, it's coming out of a corner. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's
0: the first thing I see is a tree. And as soon as I focus on that tree, I'm going towards that tree.
1: Yeah, you should always look where you want to go. Yeah. It's kind of like walking a tightrope. You never look down. You're I don't think like... I've
0: ever, like, hit a tree and not, like been focusing on the tree
1: right yeah that makes total sense yeah 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 it makes sense
0: yeah all right
1: we're like right at the time cool well i I guess anything else no i i think that's pretty much everything i guess next time we next time we chat rain permitting uh we'll have some race updates for for y'all but uh yeah that's bike race weekly you can follow us on all of your favorite socials facebook is where we do most of our updates instagram twitter Um, you know, all your favorite social media platforms at Bike race weekly and yeah, Ryan, anything else to close this out? Nope.
0: Uh, that was a good one. This car is getting hot. Car is Uh, getting pretty hot. Rad Brad is getting, getting sweaty.
1: It's, it's pretty steamy in here. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we'll end the steamy podcast. So see y'all.